in that song, I say, you're losing your mind calling me a hundred times. Um, and this person did in fact never call me again. So <laughs> that was not true, um, but it made sense for the rhyme scheme yeah, and really for the did. song. Uh, but there's also a lot in Psycho that is. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's true. On the show this week, we have self-described first lady of emo girl pop, a singer-songwriter who first gained popularity on YouTube and has since taken the world of music by storm. I'm so excited to be joined by the mega babe that is Maisie Peters. Hello, Maisie Peters, and welcome to the podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. I mean, this is a major time for you. Your debut album, You Signed Up For This, is out. I mean, the day has finally come. So talk us through your emotions. How are you feeling right now? Yes, a wild time. Um, <laughs> I am feeling, hmm. <laughs> How will I be feeling? Um, no, I mean, it's really wild. I feel like you sort of wait your whole life for this if you mm -hmm. make music and you only get to make your first album once. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely a moment. Um, I feel like it'll be a thing. I I keep saying I need to wait for the, once the album's like settled in a little bit, like mm -hmm. once she's found her feet and like a month <laughs> through and I've gotten used to the fact that everyone can just listen to it all the time, then maybe I'll sort of have a more and more a, a clearer grasp on how I feel. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I mean, the title is so good though. Did you have yeah. that down for ages? No, so I didn't have a title at all. Um, and then I wrote the song you set up for this, which is the opening track. And I wrote it intentionally as an opening track. Great. Um, and that we got that title comes from a lyric, which is, I'm sorry to make it about myself again, but you signed up for this. Um, and then we did that and we were just sort of like, oh, maybe that's, I sent it to my manager and he's like, title? And I was like, maybe. And then for ages, <laughs> the title was, I'm sorry to make it about myself, but you signed up for this. And then everyone kept telling me that it was too long and that people would just shorten it. And I was like, no, it's not. Um, but I eventually uh, conceded. And yeah, I'm actually very pleased with that title. It's never changed. It was that sort of last summer. Uh, and it's never been anything else. No one ever questioned it, uh, which is sort of a miracle. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I was actually very pleased. I couldn't believe that no one had used it before. Yeah, it works. It works so well. And 14 iconic songs. It's not one of those, you know, albums with eight songs. It's not a mm. short one. It's a full body of work. It's a 14. It's amazing. Was it hard selecting the track list? It was really hard, even with 14, which I know is sort of longer than maybe the average album length mm -hmm. right now. Um, and I had to really fight. I went for 16 originally. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, and that was very, I was very much told no. Um, which actually <laughs> I will admit now, I'm very stubborn, but I will admit that was probably correct. Um, but I did, I just had so many songs. And there's so many songs that didn't make this album that it is really sad. But 
I think that, yeah, Ford, my lucky number is seven. So I enjoy the fact mm. um, that it's seven doubled. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think I'm, I'm pleased. I feel like I'm the sort of person that does a 14 track album, you know? And I'm sure I'll do longer or shorter in the future, but 14 feels good. Yeah, absolutely. So is it one of those things where you've written a lot of this, you know, from the beginning when you started or has a lot of it been in lockdown or? Um, a couple of songs are sort of, I've had for a long time collected up, like waiting to find the right use. So Jumpy's mm-hmm. movie was one of those. Um, Elva song is another. And then other than those, a kind of a couple here and there, a lot of it was done sort of summer 2020. I went to Suffolk for a month and I had this Airbnb and I was sort of writing, focused on the album and a lot was done there. And then a couple like last minute stragglers came in uh, at the end. But yeah, I guess sort of intensely been doing it since last summer. What song are you most proud of? When you finished it, you were like, yes. Yes. Love this. Uh-huh. Smash it. Sm- uh, smash it. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm really proud. I really love track five, which is Love Him, I Don't. Um, it's my favorite song on the album. But I really, I do really love all of them. Like, I really love Psycho, which is which is out. I'm really proud of that song. Um, yeah, I'm, I actually do. I'm like a mother. I really do love all of them. They're all your children. They're all my baby, yeah. <laughs> they all absolutely are. And of course, the record was released on Ed Sheeran's label, Gingerbread Man Records. I mean, how did that come about? Like, have you two known each other for ages? Do you go way back? Um, so we've known each other for a little while. Uh, obviously, I knew who he was. I'm, I have been alive in this, uh, in this decade. <laughs> quite a big deal. Yeah, I've been about. Um, and we work with a lot of similar people. Um, mm-hmm. So he reached out about writing together sort of January 2020, I think, or maybe February. Um, and then I went to Suffolk, where he is uh, living, and we wrote together. And we actually wrote two songs that are on this album. We wrote Hollow and Boy when I was there. Um, and we just really got on. I think we're very kind of similar artists, similar people. He's just the loveliest and the most like down-to-earth and generous and genuine. Um, and yeah, we just sort of really got on, and we obviously wrote well together, and that was very like a fruitful collaboration so it was really just a conversation of like what else we could do together i guess Mm -hmm. um anyway i ended up signing gingerbread which is really fun and it's yeah it's been amazing it's like the best ever i'm basically a one-woman ed sheeran promotional team right now um (laughs) and i'm living my best life doing it (laughs) because what is he like to hang out with i feel like you know he's probably the biggest artist in the world but whenever i hear things about him it's always just really lovely stories normally you hear like oh no actually behind the scenes but with someone like him I think he's a real deal he's just a nice guy no 100% I feel like I you could never you would struggle to meet anyone that has like a single bad word to say about him I really truly think and which is yeah a miracle because there's plenty of people that say a bad word about me Um, (laughs) and I'm not Ed Sheeran Um, but no he's no he's truly like cannot be stated enough Mm. like the most down to earth like funny sort of a person ever like mm. it's like hanging out with a with a with a friend and then you're like oh you are also Ed Sheeran um <laughs> but yeah it's just like the, the nicest person and also so um really I'm on a one woman promotional team now let's Love go it. but so um you so polite's the wrong word but it's like no matter who it is in the room mm. you know you can be the first AD or like the waiter or the director or the assistant and like no matter who you are I feel like he's so um goes out of his way to be like so polite and so grateful and so like attentive and really listens to everybody and I think that's like really amazing when you consider yeah he's like one of the biggest artists in the world Mm -hmm. um 
so it's yeah and he's just works super hard and is really super grateful all the time and i think it's just an excellent person what a guy what a guy yeah i mean your promo is working well it is isn't it like no i really you can come to me for uh for your questions and emails So before we go any further, Maisie, let me explain how the rest of today is going to work. So we've been through the internet. We found all the stuff that people really want to know about you, Maisie Peters. So it's time for you to face the celebrity search engine. And you're going to give us those answers that the world is really keen to know. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah, you're ready. Ready as you'll ever be. Okay, first, let's start with the search with Maisie Peters and the word who. Who is Maisie Peters? I wish I knew. Um, God, I really wish I knew. I've also, it actually was me that was searching that at like 3 a.m. Yeah, who am I? Yeah. In lockdown, we've all yeah. been there. Who am crisis. I? Yeah. Um, who is Maisie Peters? Ooh, what a question. Um, I am 21. I am from the UK. I'm a singer songwriter. I am a person. Um, <laughs> You're a boss. I'm a, I'm a girl boss. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm a girl boss. Um, yeah, I would say I am all those things. It really depends how you know me and how close we are in terms yes. of the more information I would disclose with that. That's true. Okay, people are already getting nosy. That's sure, how, brilliant. That's how this podcast tends to work. It starts off safe. Let's it gets go. a little bit more juicy. I'm but ready. You're, you're ready. She's warmed up. She's still smiling. Who is Maisie Peters dating? Wow. Big question. Straight in with the tea. Straight in with the tea. (laughs) Obsessed. I'm obsessed that that's like the number one question. Who's Maisie Peters dating? Um, Let me think about this. Wow. Currently nobody. Oh. Currently nobody. And do you want to be dating anybody? Um, In my life right now, um, I think I've come to realize it's very difficult um, to date because... I really do live in 15-minute intervals to my Google Calendar. I'm basically dating my Google ca- Google Calendar, actually. You and Google are like yeah, this. Yeah, we are like yeah. this, you know? I'm so attentive. I really I really do check in with them all the time. Mm. Um, no, I just think that, especially right now with mm-hmm. the album coming out and everything, and it is such sort of... Yeah, it's like a real moment for me, and it's been such a long time coming mm-hmm. that I sort of came to realize that I needed to and wanted to be very present in um yeah what's happening for me mm-hmm. right now and with this album and you know the life that I've sort of been like building and working towards in London and everything and I think that that's very difficult if you're dating someone you know there's of course there's a natural way that you split you sp- your mind is in half because your mm-hmm. half of your mind is with them um and I think right now I for it's a selfishly need all my mind to be with me. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally yeah. get that. Uh, okay, if you could date anybody, we're talking like, you know, celebrity crush level, like, who would it be? Oh my goodness. Okay, um, I actually have the biggest crush ever okay. on, I'm going to tell you his real name, but I can only think of his um, <laughs> his acting name. Oh, okay, it's one of those. But it's it's huge. I don't, it's, a, it's, it's divisive. So I have the biggest crush ever on Nicholas Braun, who plays Greg in Succession. Oh, right, okay. Love, I, well, I think yeah. I more just love Greg, the yeah. character. Um, and I watched Succession when I was in isolation last year and I was just mm-hmm. obsessed. And I think I just was like that, I just loved him. Yeah. I think I love Greg really more than I love Nicholas Braun. Yeah, yeah. when you fall in love with a character. Yeah, For I've, me, it's like Jim from the US office. Yeah, Completely also, obsessed, could he be my husband? Could you, know? I'm also, I'm really with you on that. Yeah, um, what I mean, guy? So there's really so many. Um, you mean like Lady Bird and Timothy Chalamet and Lady Bird is like everything you yes. don't want to want, but you do want. Yeah. 
Um, then he tells her like to not text because my mobile phone's a death's contraption. And I was like, I love you. But <laughs> you are the worst. You. Yeah, but I love you. <laughs> um, but also, so I mean, yeah, Nicholas Braun, Timothy Chalamet. But I sometimes I'm, I've been thinking recently, you know, I've always been very outwardly uh, spoken about all of my celebrity crushes. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe I need to have more of a game plan with this. Because you could meet them, you know? You know, in a lot of these worlds, I'm only like a few people removed. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, Maisie, you know, like, you can't tweet anymore. (laughs) I want Shawn Mendes to be my boyfriend because what if you meet Shawn Mendes? And or if you meet Camilla Cabello. Also (laughs) awkward. I just can picture, I know, and this is a wonderful tale in that, like when I was sort of like 16, 17, I was really obsessed with Shawn Mendes, um, who I actually (laughs) still think is a wonderful man. I think he's very talented. All still all love for Shawn Mendes, yeah. always. But I was yeah, really obsessed when I was like 16, 17. And I mm-hmm. used to tweet all the time being like, um, yeah, Shawn Mendes is my boyfriend, you know, as, <laughs> as you do. And now I'm, and I was thinking about that the other day and I was like, I just know, I know for a fact, I'm going to be on Graham Norton. Shawn Mendes is going to be there. And Graham Norton's oh, going to go, amazing. Remember this? And he's going to pull up the Shawn Mendes yeah. tweet. All the thousands of yeah. tweets. <laughs> and I know it's going to happen. And I was I was thinking that the other day and I was like, hmm. Kind of funny. Not gonna, not gonna go back and remove them because I think no, it's part, it. of, part of history. But Shawn Mendes, uh, I apologise uh, already for um, the tweet saying you're my boyfriend. Um, I just think you're very talented, and I really liked uh, your song in my blood. Um, great song. That's all I want to say on the matter. Absolutely great song. Okay, the next question is: Who does Maisie Peters look like? So have you been mistaken for somebody else? I have a lot of I have a lot of lookalikes. Um, the one I get the most often is Rory from Gilmore Girls. Oh yeah, that's um, a good one. Cool. Yeah, great. No, I'm very, very flattered. All of my lookalikes, I'm always very flattered by. That's, um, yeah, well, that's the main thing. Which is the main thing. Yeah, I'm not being told to look like a troll, um, <laughs> so that's nice. Um, but yes, Rory from Gilmore Girls. I get Claire Foy a little bit from The Crown. Oh yeah, but I think that's just from Americans who like see an English person and then like can't separate it. Um, so I get Claire Foy. I get Rory from Gilmore Girls. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. Oh, I guess like Zoe Deschanel, which I'm also very flattered by. Oh, yes. I know she's a queen, but oh I think it's God. the bangs. I think really, really realistically, yeah. anyone with bangs is sort of is the lookalike. But I love Zoe Deschanel, so would love that. Have you actually met like many movie stars just like around? Like we were saying, whether it's like you doing like some TV promo, being like at a radio studio, being mm. at like you know Brits after party or whatever. Have you met anybody kind of outside of music and you've been like, oh my God, I can't believe that they're here and That's they're in the same room. I'm trying to think. I'm sure I have. I'm maybe not movie stars because it's not really like the yeah the life that I would I would never really cross paths. Um, I'm trying to think that that's a good question. Um, who have I met? What always springs to mind? I met Stormzy like a few years ago in a oh, studio. Yeah. Um, actually, the the nicest man ever. But like exactly as you would think, <laughs> like just perfect. I love it when people are perfectly mm-hmm. as they should be. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh yes, this is exactly right. Um, but often, yeah, often people are smaller in real life. I find not Stormzy, Stormzy not very Stormzy. tall. Yeah, he's very, very tall. tall, very tall. Mm-hmm. And I'm very short. Okay, so it's time to shuffle those letters and we're gonna move from the who's to the how's. So how old were you when you wrote your first song? I was, well, hmm, there's a few, few different ones you could go with. You could go with, uh, I found a diary and journal a few years back and it was in 2009. Mm-hmm. And there was um, a song there called Sand Castles. Ooh. Um, I was nine years old. Um, lots of depth to it, obviously. <laughs> I, I think it was about the beach. Because <laughs> um, that was good. Big, big smash. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I remember, it's funny because I have a 
sort of bad memory, but I have a really good memory for songs that I've written, I think. Um, especially like, because I started writing a lot when I was like probably 12. Mm-hmm. And then like I wrote all the time between 12 and 14. And I recorded quite a few of them, not all of them, but I have them all the lyrics on a laptop somewhere. So I should oh, go and find you? it. Yeah, yeah. You should dig into those. That'd be I, interesting. It would be funny. But I really vividly remember like the earliest ones. Sometimes I still find myself singing them. Um, and there was well that means they're good uh, well no 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 no. that is that is not the case Um, but there was one I wrote um, and I couldn't even play an instrument so I wrote it to like like hitting like do you remember like the oh my god when you yeah that 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 thing that everyone used to do in like 2013 trauma Um, (laughs) war flashbacks but um, uh, yeah and it was about like um, uh, I think I was a woman in Texas and I like threw my husband in the creek um, wow. and that was what I wrote about so I remember that one as well um, but yeah many, I've done I've done many songs I wrote a lot between the age of like 12 and 14 mm-hmm. and I mean there was nothing going on in my life between the age of 12 and 14 <laughs> so it would be an absolutely hysterical <laughs> journey I should do that one day we should go through them because the things that I was saying oh my god you absolutely should yeah interesting yeah. very interesting yeah once this album's been out a while yeah, you yeah. should delve back into we'll the back. hard drive see what's mm-hmm. out there this is always one that people want to know how much is Maisie Peters worth? Of course, it's millions and billions. It's obviously millions and billions. Um, let's think about this. Hmm. I think that, um, how much am I worth? What a question. Hmm. It's a deep question. It's a deep question. I'm really unpacking it. Mm-hmm. How much am I worth? It really depends on the day, you know? It depends what I've been doing. I think that I'm worth a, f- I would like to think I'm worth a fair amount. Of course you are. Financially, who knows? Not me. <laughs> Different question. I actually avoid my bank account most of the time um, because I live in London and I feel like you like spend like eight pounds on a coffee and you're like, I, I like, yep. I can't actually absorb that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. London's a lot, isn't it? For, for anything. For anything. Yeah. So I just, I live a, a life of... Yeah. Of, I just Apple Pay or chip and pin and just oh, don't think dangerous, about it. Dangerous. Very yeah, dangerous. Just, Apple Pay yeah. and move on. <laughs> Apple Pay and never look back. Um... But no, I would I would also love to know how much I'm worth um, and to certain people, but for now, I'll say. Who knows? Okay, so when you got your record deal, like what did you, you know, spend money on mm. to celebrate? Like what was your little flex purchase? You know what, it's so sad. I didn't really do one. No? Because I'm very I'm very sensible. And also I'm very, I don't know, I've I, you got asked this quite a lot by people. It's like a fun question. Like mm. what would be... Your, like what's your thing that you would like spend loads of money on? Mm-hmm. So like some people say, you know, like cars or jewelry or mm-hmm. watches or like if you had loads of money, what would you just buy? And I never really know the answer. I feel like I'm not, I'm not really one for any of those things. Mm. I probably, I bought a guitar, I guess, mm-hmm. um, that I've like used at all my shows and stuff. So maybe that was like a Martin guitar. Mm-hmm. That's a sensible purchase. Sensible purchase, very much so. And a good purchase as well. Uh, how did Maisie Peters get famous? How did I get famous? Um, uh, well, I mean, I wouldn't really consider myself famous, but I guess I had a YouTube channel, had a Facebook page before I had a YouTube channel, which was really throwing it back, mm-hmm. where I like um, would post the original music. Uh, I was a busker. I was, I used to sort of play in open mics, and then eventually my manager found me through YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, very, you know, Justin Bieber of the, <laughs> the Southwest, and I, yeah, I sort of my manager started working with me and. You just sort of do more and more things, you know. I would do writing sessions, and then I would do more writing sessions. Then I was published, and then I was sort of putting out. I put out a few songs, and then I signed a record deal, and then you do more and more and more. But it's, you know, I'm 21 now. My albums just come out, um, but 
I've been sort of working in music since I was like 15. Mm. So it's been a it's been a journey. Well, I suppose that's the thing about your fans as well. So many mm. of them will have been following you from those early YouTube mm. days. So you've kind of like grown up together, which is pretty yeah, amazing. Which is really cool. Absolutely love that. And what I love and have kind of observed about you and your fan base is that you're just like a big group of mates. Yeah, it's big. They throw big memes at you. They kind of take the mick out of you, vice versa. It's it's amazing, isn't it? Does it feel like that? You, you feel quite close to them, even after the time we've just had? Definitely. It's just big friend group vibes. Like, I think everyone's just sort of, we're all like similar ages mm-hmm. and all sort of similar types of people, I guess. It was what actually happens. They're just super funny and like, good vibes and they bully me and I bully them back and it's just a wholesome (laughs) time I'm very lucky yeah it's all love (laughs) so do you ever like surprise fans by like you know uh, very Taylor Swift but do you ever like surprise fans by doing I think you did like some zoom parties and stuff like that yeah so I sort of used to like hop in on people's zoom sometimes like they just send me a link and I guess think I wouldn't come and I'd be like hello oh hey um hey and actually it's really funny there's a there's a group of my fans um we have like a group chat on, on Instagram and my sister is in the group chat because she oh, wanted to join. Love that. So, and it's really funny because sometimes they'll do Zooms and Ellen will go on there and then I'll go on there and be like, hi, Ellen. And it's like <laughs> me and my sister and my a group of fans. And then I'll like wake up in the morning and Ellen and my fans, my sister will have been like having a really deep chat about their exes at like three in the morning. And I'm like, Ellen, I'm not sure that's appropriate. But like, <laughs> but also it's kind of amazing. So go for it. Yeah, I actually love that. Okay, let's move on to the autofill, which is, thrown up some other suggestions as well so let's have a look at those now is Maisie Peters a twin I am and you are so Ellen's yes. your twin right Ellen's my twin yeah is it nice being a twin it is now I would say was so was it a bit clashy I think it can be difficult growing up yes but now you know I think it's really I would always say to people don't don't live in the same house as your sibling life is so much better when you don't live <laughs> in the same house as your sibling so much better yeah and then um, you actually miss them you actually yeah. miss them yeah you could have stuff you know we like cool I just need to call her back she called me yesterday um but yeah we sort of have we live such different lives that it's really fun because we can just like update each other and it's so different that it's sort of like watching tv oh. like she tells me her life and I'm like that's like tv and I think <laughs> she feels the same um so yeah but we do really get on and um she's great that's really nice are your family like generally like really supportive when do you think was the moment for them where they were like this is really happening go amazing I think I kind of, I don't know, maybe when I signed sort of things and mm-hmm. then I moved out when I was 18, really, and mm-hmm. sort of battened around London for a few years, like living in random spare rooms and stuff. But mm-hmm. I was always sort of very independent with that. And I guess maybe then so I was sort of, I've been gone since then. But yeah, yeah, they're very supportive. They're not in music, so they're all very like, okay, like, <laughs> sure. Um, but they're very supportive, yes. Oh, that's really, really nice. Uh, Maisie Peters' favourite songs is a search. I don't know if that's your own or other people's. Mm. Should we do both? Yeah, we could do both. Um, hmm, I guess my favourite songs of other people's. Um, what a good question. Well, my favourite ever song, uh, I think, is what I've been answering. My favourite song right now, I think it changes um, with time, but my favourite song is Between Me and You by Brandon Flowers. Oh, yeah. Um, that's my favourite song. But I'm also, what else do I love? Um, I love The Promise by Girls Aloud. That's a favourite song. Are so great, aren't they? So great. So many bangers. So many bangers. Love that song. I love Back to December by Taylor Swift. That's a special song for me. Mm-hmm. My favourite songs of other people's. Um, oh, no, sorry. My favourite song on my own. I, I have a song called Daydreams that I really love. Um, I guess songs from this album. Mm-hmm. Um, love Him I Don't. I really love. And Volcano. And Brooklyn. Um, but I, li- I really do actually like all of my music. So well, that's, that's always It's always a good sign. <laughs> I've been doing festivals recently and was the first time I was sort of playing like older songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a nice feeling like, you know, you're de- 
it's weird because you're singing something that you did so long ago mm -hmm. that was what you what you were loved and were making at the time and you maybe you wouldn't make anymore mm. but i never sing them and like resent them or think oh i don't like that anymore i just mm. think oh like that's it's really cool that it's like a timestamp of what you were doing then yeah yeah absolutely um this is a good one can Maisie peters drive Oh my god, I got it! <laughs> you I finally passed, it. right? I did! <laughs> so I passed, I, it took me three years. Um, it maybe even took me longer than that. Really? Three years, I had three different driving instructors. Mm -hmm. I did three tests. I passed on my third. Okay. Um, third time lucky. Third time lucky. I honestly think, um, sweeping statement right here, I think if you pass your driving test first time, um, it's bad for your personality. <laughs> it is bad yeah. for you as a person because yeah. you never know the pain and the anguish. I think yeah. it's a very specific pain and anguish. Oh, it really is. Did you fail? Uh, yes, I passed on my second time and Good. sort of don't really know how I did, if I'm yeah, honest. Yeah, I mean, me too. <laughs> very much scraped past, yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll ignore we'll, that. We move, we move. It's done. Um, it's Exactly, it's yeah. done. But I feel like if you never fail, you never know. No. The pain and the anguish of sitting, I don't know about you, but I would like oh. sit in my instructor's car and you drive back and you've like built it all up and it's like, so yeah. much time, especially for me, because I was, um, I've been doing it for three years. So, I mean, I've been away for those three mm -hmm. years. Then I did it before lockdown. I did like an intensive course. Then lockdown removed my test. Then I was I living don't. in London and I was going, because I'd learned to drive in my hometown with where my parents live. Yeah. Oh, learning to drive in London must be Oh, hell. absolutely not. Yeah. I was never, I was never about to do that. Um, my nerves were afraid by driving <laughs> my small country lanes. I yeah, think we'll not be imagine. driving central London. Um, but I would be like getting the train home and like doing driving lessons and then like coming back up. It was honestly hilarious. It really <laughs> was a very formative thing in my life. Yeah. Um, but I can't, well, the issue on the table is I can drive. Yeah. But I passed my driving test. Okay. I literally passed my driving test. Uh, it was a few months ago. Came straight back up to London. Mm -hmm. um, and then I've obviously been in like such heavy album promo. I don't have mm -hmm. a car in London. I haven't driven since I passed my driving oh. test. So you might still be able to drive. Can I still drive? <laughs> I don't knows? know. I did film a video for this album of me driving uh, for you signed up for this, uh, for the song. <gasps> okay. Um, And that's all I'll say on the matter because I'm not sure if it will ever come out or not because I'm not <laughs> sure whether it will go very well me trying to drive again. Um, But there might be evidence of my driving. Oh, okay. Well, we'll I see. for one can't wait to see it. Yeah. Okay, it's break time. Go and grab yourself a drink, nip to the loo, or send that email you've been meaning to send all week. I'm off to gossip more about Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift with Maisie. I shall see you in a minute. Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, a brand new podcast bringing together people's real ghost, extraterrestrial and paranormal stories, as well as getting some inside details from those who study the supernatural. I'll be listening through your paranormal stories every week and try to understand them, as well as chatting about my own encounters with an occasional paranormal investigator too. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts from, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast. Just search for Paranormal Activity with Yvette Fielding. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. We've chucked the autofill aside and it's time for Internet Tombola. So I've scanned the internet to find the weird and wonderful questions people have been asking about you. Things that people have been posting about you as well. So we're talking, you know, comments from YouTube, fan forums, Tumblr, all sorts. So let's give the wheel a spin and see what it lands on. Okay. Okay, it stopped on headlines. Uh, this one is from The Independent. As a woman in music, it's assumed that my songs are always about me. So what songs are actually about you and which ones are not? Do you prefer writing about other people a lot of the time? No, it's not so much that it's always about other people. I think it's more that um, there's an assumption, which I can totally understand because I it's easy to make that um, when somebody sings something, every single line has in fact happened to them yesterday, um, <laughs> which is not always true. No. Um, but I would say it's less so that, you know, songs of mine, um, especially sort of this album, it's less so that there's none of me in them. Mm. It's more that maybe I think there's, yeah, as I said, it's not always 100% factually accurate in mm-hmm. that some parts will be true, and but colors might change, dates might change, months might change, or mm-hmm. sometimes, you're, you write a song um, and you're sort of, once you've started the song for me, start, you've started the story. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you add details for the story that didn't happen in real life mm-hmm. because it makes sense to the song. Yeah. Um, so like, for example, um, I have a song called Psycho. Great and song. thank you so much. Um, and in that song, I say, you're losing your mind calling me a hundred times. Um, and this person did, in fact, never call me again. So <laughs> that was not true. Um, but it made sense for the rhyme scheme yeah, it and really for the did. song. And, but there's also a lot in Psycho that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, that song uh, was about me. Mm. So that's sort of what I'm trying to say. I think maybe it's not that they're all fiction. It's just, I mean, sometimes they are. I wrote, there's a song on my album called Outdoor Pool where I talk about uh, kissing my crush in an outdoor pool when I was mm-hmm. 15. Did not do that. Did not sneak <laughs> out my parents' house. Doing yeah, it, but didn't happen. Did not do yeah. that. Didn't like sneak out and like go to the outdoor pool. Um, <laughs> but it was just like a fun sort of imaginative path we went down and I, and I love that song. Um, but for the most part, it's not, yeah, it's not that it's fiction. It's just that it's a sort of mix of all because I know your love of songwriting came mm. from the fact that you're a big reader mm. and you've obviously got like a book club with your fans mm. and stuff as well. So do you think that, yeah, you almost see your songs as, as stories, really? Definitely. And I always think that for me, at least when I'm writing, like the song 
comes first. So mm. I'm not about to sort of sacrifice the good of the song for mm. like making sure it's 100% chronologically accurate as well. <laughs> because as I said, you know, in Psycho, it made sense, that lyric. Yep. And it's really, it's a, it's part of the song. And I could have not done that and, you know, stuck to what exactly happened. But I don't actually mm. think even that's the point of songwriting for me. Yeah. Um, that, and that's a different type of thing. So, yeah. Okay, next, it's landed on YouTube and it's from the music video of Psycho. Someone has commented, I was a fan when I first heard her sing. After this song, I'm an air conditioner. Oh my god! Which huge. I absolutely love. I'm obsessed with that. That's so funny. <laughs> I will be using that. Random. Do commentary. you have a name for your fans though, or not really? Yeah, I do. Well, there's a couple of different ones. Okay. Um, so the Daisies is very Cute. sweet, and you know what? A girl suggested that, and then she said, and I will never forget the cutest thing I've ever heard in my life. She was like, "We're the Daisies." Um, and then if there's like a group of us together collectively, like it's a Daisy chain. Oh, don't. That's amazing. I know. It's like the sweetest thing I've ever cry. heard. And I heard that and I was like, oh my God. Oh, so great. The Daisy is very sweet. Oh, I love that. Amazing. Um, what artists are you like a fangirl about? It's very, lots and lots. Um, I'm a fangirl of Taylor Swift. Of course. Till I die. Um, Sarah Barry Ellis, I really love. I think I would be quite starstruck if I met her. Um, Lily Allen, I'm actually a big fangirl mm. of. Um, I think she's amazing. And then loads of my friends. Like, I just love loads of my friends' music. I have a friend called Greta Ray, who's this Australian artist. And it's really fun. We are actually both releasing albums on the same day, our right. debut albums, um, and our little sister albums. Um, and she'll send me songs, and I'll be like, this is the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and then, like, she'll release things, and I'll just comment on every single post, this is the best thing I've ever made. Because <laughs> uh, I feel like you should be a fangirl of your friend stuff. Absolutely. Um, Taylor Swift, of course, mm. a big inspiration for you. Big. She's a fan now. I think we can. I think we can I think say she that she knows who I am. I mean, I'd like to think for any anyone listening or any of your fans that have been living under a rock, mm. talk us through what happened with Taylor Swift. Your thoughts, your emotions. Yes. I'm sure there. Were, I'm sure mm. there were some screams. There was, yeah, there some was tears. There were screams. Um, she. Yeah, I mean, she saw me covering one of her songs, and she tweeted me and said it was. Um, I can't remember the the adjective she used, but it was very nice. And then myself and Griff, uh, a friend of mine did a cover again of Exile um, for a thing a series that Griff was doing and she saw it and said that she was fans of ours um, and we died. We actually faced on <sighs> each other and just screeched. Yeah. It was a big, it was a big <laughs> moment. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm a big fat, big fat Taylor Swift stan. I think she's the best. Um, and the fact that she's even seen my name once, seen mm. me sing once, that's enough. That's all I need. Surely you're going to meet at some point though. I would, I would like that. I would just probably, yeah. I think what would happen, I'm not really like a sort of, starstruck person mm. really but i think she was walking to a room and i would just like calmly walk out like ba- like backwards <laughs> so I'd i be like, no, this is too no too more. much no yeah um but i would love to one day to just tell her like thank you and say how much i think her music has like meant so much to so many people especially yeah. artists of this generation it feels like a lot of us yeah taylor is like the, the god yeah she absolutely is but then that's a thing for you you're going to be inspiring a whole new generation that's coming nice. through as well which is pretty Aww. exciting do you ever see that where someone's you know covering your music or you know i guess kind of yeah taking inspiration from your songs yeah definitely um i think it's really like covers are so good when you see someone cover something it's really great and you're mm. like oh my god that i would have done that like five years ago as well mm-hmm. so yeah definitely oh i love that here is another one from youtube BRB, about to go and start drama in my relationship so I can write to you guys. 
thing. Because this was like the YouTube series you were doing with Ellen. Yes, that oh my was, God. was so all like basically someone. people coming to you with their kind of relationship yes. problems, oh wasn't it? Oh my God, that was, um, that was truly incredible. That was, we like opened up this email like hotline so you could tell us your problems and we did a video. Did it get juicy? Oh, it got so juicy. Oh okay, that share, share some now. I'm trying to, I mean, there was some crazy stuff. I think there was stuff that we didn't. Um, <laughs> you couldn't even we go couldn't say. You know yeah. what? There was a great one, which we didn't do. Um, but I'll, here's a hot take for you. <laughs> there was a girl that wrote in and then she she was talking about this guy and she was like, yeah, I'm not sure it's going anywhere. I think, I can't even really remember. I think he was sort of just not, um, I'm not, they went on the holiday. I really can't remember. He was just not, it was not the right vibes there. And it right. ended with, and Maisie, I think you've dated him too. <gasps> and I was like, who is oh this? Oh my god! And then I, I think I realised who it was, and then I was like, oh, we didn't date. But I think he told her that we did date. Oh, what a snake! I know, dramas, dramas for you there. <sighs> is it fun though getting to do YouTube with with your sister, with your twin? Yes, it's re- it was really fun. It was like such a, <laughs> it was in lockdown, and it was like kind of in the end of lockdown, and I just made her do it. Um, <laughs> you no I was choice. like, you had no choice, and you had yeah. to be in it. But it was actually really funny, and she, mm. I think. Yeah, those videos are so good. They've really stuck around. Um, <laughs> and she's just actually hilarious. Um, it was very easy to make to mm. make funny because she's just a firecracker. <laughs> so do you think you're good at relationship advice? Like, could you become an agony aunt in the future? Mm. Potentially. I think I am relatively good at relationship advice. Yeah. Um, I think I write, you know, I write so many songs about it that you actually do just just think about it quite a lot and you actually come out <laughs> with some fairly wise things sometimes. I yeah. um, don't know if I follow my own. But um, yes, I would. I'd like to say I think my friends would say I'm I'm pretty good on the advice front. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, we're gonna end with some quickfire tweets. Sure. Uh, one user has said, "As a society, we don't appreciate Maisie Peters even nearly enough." Do you feel appreciated, Maisie? I do feel very appreciated, to be fair. But <laughs> obviously, there's always room for improvement. Um, oh, always. Always. So I'm going to retweet that. Yeah, same. Yeah. And sh- showers of love will be will be coming your Good. way. Um, what song do you want to scream out of a car window at midnight? Well, I think I replied to this with Outdoor Pool. Um, because I do... I there's It's a very melodramatic song about mm. being 15 and your crush not liking you back and like going to form on Monday and they've like got with the French exchange and I just think that's a that's a big song to scream at midnight I do think it's good to like listen to songs in a car like I've spoken to artists about it before mm. where they'll be in the studio they work really hard on the song and it's so in your head and then they'll leave and then like a couple of day, days later they'll listen to it in the car and if they still like it they're like yes yeah that's, that's a, a big great one. song I would do you agree. do that as well yes I think so um it's definitely you have to have a break and come back and if it feels mm. jarring when you're listening back to it you're like oh this is probably is not it yeah it needs to feel like natural yeah okay um you tweeted saying that you were on love island again which is yes. always a treat your music was on there to which somebody replied i'm sorry they've wasted your song on this shit season <laughs> well that was what we all thought a few weeks ago and but, then but, look what's happened since i mean the producers really said let's just anarchy it's mm, actually anarchy mm. i've watched it i've been watching it in and out this whole this year because i've just been very busy mm. um but yes i mean i've it's it's all everything's really hit the fan now we're really <laughs> off to the races yeah i felt like it started very dry very dry and then yeah it's really taken a turn yep. isn't it really taken a turn i mean i'm not gonna lie this year has made me think men are actually the worst <laughs> um 
I actually... I thought this all along. <laughs> I thought this all along, but it was really emphasised. I mean, really, really the bare minimum is asked of them and they really can't deliver it. Um, and yeah, I I think the girls should just... I They should have just all won and split the money between them. Yeah. In terms of those like reality TV shows, could you ever be tempted to go on any of them? Oh like, God. Would you do Strictly just for like the glitter mm. and the sequins? Strictly, yeah, actually, for glitter and sequins, mm. big yes. I actually think I w- could do that. Uh, I'm a celebrity, absolutely not. Never Some of the things I have to do. Yeah, no why would I do thanks. that? I always just think like, but you could just not do that. Like, you could just stay at <laughs> you home. You could just be at home you having just, a nice yeah, time. <laughs> like, why are you in the jungle? Why would you do that? Um, and then Love Island, I mean, I would be the worst ever Love I'm Island contestant. Um, I would, I would really not. They just all, you just have to like talk so much. <laughs> I would just have nothing. I would just sort of, I don't understand the, you know, the constant needs for talk. So I would just be like, oh, I think we're good. Yeah, I'm just going to, yeah, I'm just going to go. Just going to go. Yeah, be off now. <laughs> yeah. So as we've spoken about, all your fans totally love you. They're really vocal on social media. But I wondered what's like the strangest thing that someone has messaged you or sent you. We'll do loveliest Ooh. thing next, of course. Okay, the strangest thing. Um, I don't know. I mean... It's always kind of like strange but amazing when people name their pets after you. Oh, that's cool. Um, because it's kind of weird because you're like, wow, that pet is Nami. But like someone <laughs> named their rat after me. And I actually was like, <laughs> real, I really loved that. I felt very maternal towards the rat. Maisie the rat. Love yeah. That. Yeah. I need to look up Maisie the rat. Absolutely. And what's the loveliest thing that you've been sent? Well, recently, actually, this girl um, had a jewelry making business. I think oh. it's called Dot and Moo. And she sent me necklaces for, it was a psycho and you signed up for this one and she'd like put the little words on and it was Amazing. really pretty. And she just, she sent it to me and that was really nice. Oh, super personalized as well. Very Absolutely nice. love that. And that is that. Maisie Peters, well done. You completed the celebrity search yeah, engine. How did you not, find it? It was honestly, we, you know, we went in with a bang. Yeah. Um, we went in with a bang, but I thought it was a great time. <laughs> I don't think I said anything uh, that will get me in trouble. No, I don't think so. No. Nothing too scandalous. No. Uh, before you go, though, we've got one final question. Yes. Who would you like to nominate to go through the celebrity search engine experience sometime soon? Which one of your mates do you want to stitch up? Oh my God, big. <laughs> Who do I want to stitch up? Who would have some good things about them online, do we think? That's a great question. I mean, I'm going to nominate Sigrid, who's a friend of mine. Um, I just think she'd be funny under pressure. But I know she'd be funny under pressure. Um, and yeah, I, I would like to see her her sweet Norwegian self crack. Oh, yeah, she's very sweet, isn't she? We'll make it happen. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> Amazing, thank you. Amazing, thank you. Thanks for listening to Celebrity Search Engine. Please hit that subscribe or follow button to make sure you don't ever miss an episode. We have got some amazing guests coming up and we wouldn't want you missing out now, would we? If you're on Apple Podcasts, then please do drop us a review and a rating. Five stars would be lovely. And let us know in the review or over on social media who you'd like to see on here next. Maisie Peters has gone and nominated Sigrid, but who would you like to see? We are at Celeb Search Engine over on Instagram. Until next time, everybody, I'm Abby McCarthy, and thanks for using the Celebrity Search Engine. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.